Welcome to the Faith in Action podcast with Apostle J.L. Cash. Who's gonna tell him Jesus loves him? Who's gonna tell him there's a better way? Who's gonna warn him of the things coming on him so God can turn their nights the power of obedience since we were little children we were taught to obey and where I come from even if it wasn't your mother or father or your grandmother we were taught to obey them as our elders anyway in school we were taught to obey and what a lot of people don't understand is there's power in obedience. I want to look closely at the importance of obedience and the power that is worked through you for the will of God to come to pass. In Isaiah 119, he said, if you are willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. So I like to study. So what I did, I went and I looked at those words, willing, obedient, and good. And I had to laugh at myself a little bit because those words mean exactly what they say. Willing, obedient, and good. In order to eat the good, we must be both willing and uh, obedient. Sometimes the Lord, he'll tell you to do something and you'll obey him, but you'll do it with an attitude and grudgingly, and it makes all the difference in the world. You must be willing and obedient. It's kind of like when a parent tells a child to do something, go and clean your room, and they'll go clean it, but they storm off in a rage and they're all upset because it seems so inconvenient to them. Or maybe they'll be willing to obey, but then they'll postpone doing what we've been instructed we put off because it messes with our schedule or it's just simply an inconvenience to us at the time. This is similar to when a child tells you, okay, mom, okay, dad, I'll clean my room, but you got to tell them four or five more times before it actually gets done. Keep in mind that delayed obedience, delayed obedience is the same as disobedience. You did it, but it was delayed to the point that it didn't get the job done. It didn't really matter then. It's like if the policeman tell you to pull over. If you go ahead on and pull over, you might be able to get out of that and you might be all right. But if you keep driving and when he finally stops you, you tell him the reason why you didn't pull over this, that, and the other. You're liable to have an extra ticket or end up in handcuffs in our prison ministry. We'll have to come out and visit with you. Our jail ministry, at least. We may only obey part of what we've been told instead of doing the whole thing. God is looking at you and he wants you to obey all of it. It is critical for us to have a willing attitude and be timely and complete 
and obeying him. One thing that I want you to take a look at today is obedience. It activates God's power on your behalf. Because of obedience, the fisherman hauled in a catch of a lifetime by simply just obeying God. When Jesus spoke to them, they could have told him right then, Sir, we are not interested. We are not particular about going out there. We are tired. But when they obeyed, it unleashed and activated the power of God on their behalf. I believe God wants to give you an upgrade in your life in 2022, but it's going to all be based on your obedience to him. He knows who belongs in your life. He knows where you belong. He knows how. He knows what to give you, what not to give you, and you got to trust him. An upgrade is, by definition, is improvement, a new vision, or version of what you've seen before. An improved model. He states in John 10.10, I came that you may have life and have it more abundantly. He wants you to live an abundant life that is full and overflowing with everything you need more than enough to the point that you can be a blessing to others. Well, in order to experience an upgrade, you must practice obedience. Now, our disobedience doesn't seem to make sense to Jesus. In Luke 6, 46, Jesus said, So why do you keep calling me Lord, Lord, when you don't do what I say? If we're asked right now uh, who believe in Jesus and all of those things, it's a lot of people who would stand up and say, Oh, I do, and I love the Lord, and he's so great. However, day after day, We make a practice of disregarding his teaching and his instructions for success. In other words, we would rather just wing it and do what seems safe to us. Here are three reasons that I believe obedience is a key ingredient to an upgrade in your lives and to change in your current situation from what seemed to be a losing situation to total victory. One is like I've told you already, obedience activates God's power. The scene was the Sea of Galilee. Simon and his crew had been out fishing all through the night and hadn't caught anything. Jesus shows up and told the fishermen to go out to where it's deep at and throw down their nets. Now, it's right here that Simon could have let Jesus have it. Sir, you're just a carpenter. I'm a professional fisherman, and I know what I'm doing, and I've already done this, and it hasn't worked. Uh, I'm sure if it was fish out there, I would have got them because I know what I'm doing. Simon's response, however, was very simply, nevertheless, at thy word, I'll obey. In other words, he said, if you say so. Luke 5, 5. Now, what courageous and powerful words this man uttered so quickly. Because of his obedience, they hauled in the catch of a lifetime to the point that two boats were so full of fish that they nearly sank. 
God has power just waiting on you. But it is only unleashed and activated when you're willing to show your obedience. In other words, when you're willing to look at a situation that seems hopeless or hard or just inconvenient at times, if you're just willing to say, Lord, if you say so. Like the fisherman, I've already tried this and it hasn't worked, but if you say so. It's like someone who's been married before and you don't want to love again because you've been treated so bad and hurt so bad. So even if God sent you somebody, you're not going to want them because of where you've been. But sometimes you got to look past where you've been and start focusing on where you're going and say, if you say so. God wants to trust you is number two. He wants to get you to a place where he can bless you like he wants to, but he knows he can trust you. In most cases, when God bless us, we throw God away and we want to do our own thing. There's some folk in church who were so faithful, loved God so dearly, loved you, even liked me. Well, they got a little money and now you never see them unless you're somewhere uptown. And they say money changed people, but no, it brings out who they already were. Money magnifies who you already are. Now, with God already knowing how we are, sometime he withhold blessings to keep us from getting worse, to give us time to see and know better and be better so that we can actually enjoy the blessing and he can be glorified because of the blessing. Let me give you an example. God put Abraham to the test by asking him to sacrifice his only son, Isaac. These two people done waited all this long time to have a son. They were both old. You know the story. Yet God blessed them. He brought it to pass. Oh, my God, they got it. And while enjoying or trying to enjoy their son, here God comes talking about sacrifice. His only son. You mean do what now? Sacrifice? Abraham could have wasted time arguing with God and going back and forth. Hmm. But all the reasons this wasn't a good idea. He could have disobeyed, but instead he answered in so many words, if you say so, Lord. Abraham got all the way to the point of raising the knife to kill his son. When God saw that he could fully trust Abraham to do what he had asked him to do, he stopped everything. This meant that God could entrust Abraham with more responsibility. He could trust him to carry out his commands and wishes for the children of Israel. God sent an angel right at that moment to say, do not hurt him. Do not hurt your son in any way. For now, I know that you truly fear God. Genesis twenty-two twelve. Dallas Willard said, Jesus is actually looking for people he can trust with his power. We want more, more success, more blessings, more influence. But can God trust us with more? Can you be trusted? Well, 
One thing I've found out in my life, God's way is really the best way. I know that sounds cliche, but Andy Stanley said, Jesus makes your life better and Jesus makes you better at life. So if you really want to get some things straightened out in your life that seemed like they wouldn't work, the way to do it is to fall in line with God and let your obedience testify of it. God promises that if we will be obedient, our lives will be blessed. If it's a simple little job or something that seems hard, it doesn't matter. He wants to know he can count on us to obey. In James 1, through 5, James tells us to be doers of the word and not just hearers. He goes on to say about all those who will do what the Bible says. He talks about people who obey. He will be blessed in what he does. This man, this woman who obeys, they will be blessed in what they do. What is it that God wants you to do? Could he be waiting for you to start saying, Lord, if you say so, in the small things that he's already called you to do, can you say, Lord, if you say so? This is 2022, and I believe God wants to upgrade your life. I believe he wants to show you his divine power and his blessings. I believe he wants to show you that he is a God of divine provision, whether it's health, money, love, family, joy, whatever you need, he knows how to do it. But he wants you to obey him. The power of obedience is something that you're not going to get by. You're either going to be obedient and eat the good of the land. Be blessed coming in, blessed going out. Or you're going to be disobedient and be cursed and without all of these things. If you study Deuteronomy, you'll find out and a few other places in the Bible, God don't play. People call him mean when he don't do what they want him to do. But God gave us a choice. He made it so plain. He said, if you do this, this will happen. He say, if you do that, this won't happen, but this will happen. Then we make choices. And when it don't go our way, then we're mad at God. We blame him. You know, you didn't obey. You know, you didn't do what he said to do. In life, isn't it amazing? They say if you go over there, you get 15% off. Everybody runs over there. Now, the people who didn't run over there have no need to expect any percent off. They didn't go. It's amazing to me sometimes. But whatever God has put on your heart to do, I encourage you today. Do it. Get busy. Be willing and obedient. If you don't have your orders yet and you don't understand yet, start out by being willing. Present yourself. Poise yourself in position to go when he says go. If you go to a track meet, you see the runners when they get down in their stance to your mark. Get ready. And they wait for that gun to fire. Be willing. Get in your position. Get set. God is ready to bless you. This is Apostle J.L. Cash for the Faith in Action podcast. Good day.